You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. Whenever we feel anxious, it's generally accompanied by some sort of bodily response. When we're anxious, there's certain signs, isn't there? Like the butterflies in the stomach, or maybe feeling a little bit sweaty, or a whole host of different things that go in the body. And one of the things that kind of typifies feeling anxious when we get into an anxious state is that our heart rates actually increase. So our hearts start to beat faster. Now, this makes perfect sense in terms of trying to keep you safe because what your body is doing there is kind of picked up some sign of a threat. And of course, if you are genuinely under some kind of a threat, then you'd need to take some physical action. You'd either need to fight off the threat or run away and escape it. And both of those things, because they require physical action, needs the blood being pumped to your muscles so that you can do those physical actions that are needed. And so the heart increases so it can send that to the muscles so you can do what you need in order to protect yourself. But the issue about the heart rate increasing is that often when we feel anxious, we'll look around and there actually is no threat. We're not actually in danger. We're anxious, which is something else, isn't it? So it's not like there's a lion around or anything like that. It's that we're feeling anxious about something. And in those kind of situations, it's a shame, really, isn't it? That, you know, we don't come with buttons. Because imagine if we came with buttons and one of the buttons said, increase heart rate. And one of the other buttons said, lower the heart rate. And imagine if any time you're holding down the increased heart rate button, that your heart rate would increase. And imagine if you had an opposite button where every time that you were holding down the lower heart rate button, your heart rate would lower. Well, that'd be really useful because one of the things that your nervous system needs when it thinks you're at some sort of risk, but in actual fact, you're not. Rather than having you just staying jangly unnecessarily, one of the things that your nervous system needs is for your heart rate to lower again. Because once your heart rate comes down, it kind of sends a signal to your system where it notices that your heart rate is coming down and kind of thinks, well, what's this like? Well, it's like no longer being in danger. It's like having escaped from the threat. So I sent an increased heart rate so you could start pumping the blood to your muscles so you can escape the threat. But now the heart rate's coming down. Your nervous system will then take that as a trigger, a sign that the threat is now over, that you've recovered. And so if we can just lower our heart rate in those kind of moments where we're feeling anxious but we're not in danger and we're feeling this horrible way unnecessarily, it will actually send a signal to your nervous system to just stand down the anxiety. And so it would be really helpful if we had that kind of button 
because all you'd have to do then is hold it down and for as long as you were holding down the lower heart rate button every second that your finger was on that button your heart rate would just begin to slow down unfortunately we don't come with those buttons but we do actually come with something very similar we do still have not buttons but a way to access our heart rate in pretty much the same way that we can actually do something to lower our heart rate in those moments so in a sense we've got those buttons we've got a button that will increase our heart rate and we've got a button that will lower it and it's called breathing every time that you breathe in as you're breathing in because we can breathe in for different lengths of time so every second that you're breathing in is very much like holding your finger down on the increase heart rate button as we breathe in our heart rates go up but when we breathe out our heart rates actually lower so it's very much like holding your finger down on the lower heart rate button and so if you had those buttons what you might do is just ensure that whenever you press the increase heart rate button you would press the lower heart rate button for longer you keep your finger down for longer let's presuppose that you had to kind of press the two of them in tandem one after the other so you might start off pressing the increase heart rate button but that's not what you want so you'd let you'd let your finger go pretty quickly but in terms of the lower heart rate button you'd hold your finger down for quite a long time there to bring it down and it's exactly the same with breathing so seeing as a breath in increases our heart rate for as long as we're doing it then breathing in for a small amount of time is going to obviously increase our heart rate a little bit but not by much and of course we have to breathe in don't we and so just like with the buttons when we breathe out as long as we're breathing out for a longer duration of time than we're breathing in our heart rate will start to lower and so imagine if you could just breathe in for two seconds and then breathe out for longer every time you had those breathing cycles of in out because you'd spent longer pressing the lower heart rate button your heart rate would start to come down and so it's a really useful exercise whenever you're feeling jangly to basically use those buttons that we do have which is our breathing because whenever we're breathing in we're effectively pressing and holding our finger down on the increased heart rate button and when we're breathing out we're effectively holding our finger down on the lower heart rate button and so as long as you do the lower one for longer with every breathing cycle your heart rate will be lowered and so one of my favorite things to do is to use this and it doesn't take too long you can just you know spend four minutes on it and if you're feeling jangly you'll notice that if you just breathe in for two seconds through your nose and fill up your stomach with air and then breathe out through the mouth for longer 
If you just keep on repeating that cycle of in short, out long, I don't know, for say about four minutes, and check back in with yourself, what you'll notice is you feel a lot calmer. And the reason why you feel a lot calmer is because that breathing pattern of breathing out for longer than you've breathed in has lowered your heart rate. And when it lowers your heart rate to a certain point, your own body will then take over and say, ah, I see, they must have escaped from the threat. And they switch the threat mechanism back off again. That panic, that fight or flight gets switched back off again. And a different part of your nervous system comes online, which is the part that gets brought online when things are okay. And so if you're ever feeling jangly and anxious or a bit panicked, and you notice that there's actually no danger that you actually really have to escape from, that you don't have to run away or you don't have to fight a monster, then you can use these two buttons of your breath to spend just a few minutes of breathing in for a couple of seconds and breathing out for longer. And it's a lovely little body hack that will just invite your body to let go of the anxiety simply by taking control over your own heart rate, which is remarkable to think of, isn't it? By taking control of your own heart rate, not through buttons, but the equivalent, which is our own breathing. So please share this because a lot of people don't know about this and it's really useful. So please share the episode so they can get some benefit as well. If you'd like to work with me directly, I'm Alan Parry. You can find out more about me at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And please do subscribe to the podcast. You'll never miss an episode again. And it's completely free wherever you get your podcasts from. So thanks for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.